previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I love delightful romantic comedies, so I would want it to be that. So I'm going to say a delightful romantic comedy. Not just a romantic, a delightful romantic. (laughs) A delightful. (laughs) Who would star against you? It would be really hard to find someone as beautiful and witty as my wife. Uh, Take notes, Chuck. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. <gasps> and hey, Chuck. Hey. Simon? The Brit's back. That's me. Is that yeah, you? It's, no, it's not. It's a different Brit. But <laughs> I guess we should say hey, Littles as well. Hi, Littles. Hi, Littles. Oh, hey, Littles. Yeah, that's right. That's what this is about. <laughs> no, it's all about Simon. This is well, all about Simon. I- that's what I thought. It's the loyal little Simon. Po- no, the loyal Simon. Po- no, it doesn't work. We'll stick with the loyal little's podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So we're going to start here. As we normally, we do this a lot on the loyal little's podcast. We're going to start with an apology. Of course. But it's a big one because it's one of our new sponsors. So I wanted to make sure we, I did say the name wrong. I knew it. I, I was going to butcher it, but we just want to give a little quick special shout out to Meredith Bootsy. Yes. And we love that it's just like Tony's grandson's name. Yeah. But yeah, we just wanted to make sure and give her a quick little special shout out. She's Mm -hmm. one of our Patreon page sponsors and wanted to make sure. I I don't remember. I don't even remember how I said the name. I think Buzzy. I I don't know, but it was wrong. Yeah. Meredith Bootsy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As well as thank you to all our other Patreon sponsors. As you know, if you do want to get involved in that, just go to our website. LoyalLittlesPod.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. It's through Anchor, yep. uh, which is where we release the podcast. All the information is there. You can sponsor us for as little as 99 cents a month. I mean, that's like free, right? <laughs> I mean, almost. Well, almost free. Expensive. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I, Simon. <laughs> come on, man. A lot. Anyway. <laughs> So thank you to all our Patreon sponsors. We yes. wanted to start there, but I did feel really bad. I was like, it's yep, spelled. found it out. What is it? B-U-Z-Z-I, I believe is how yeah. you spell the last name. And so I just took a shot and it was yeah. completely wrong. That's so okay. Anyway. It happens. And what, do, what do I get for 99 cents a month? Like You, you get call, eight, call usually out. around, what, eight episodes of the Loyal Littles podcast. You get eight mm-hmm. episodes of Chuck and Roxy and sometimes a Brit. <laughs> so there you, that, there you go so it's well worth the money i mean uh, actually yeah I, it should be more really. yeah right well they, there yeah. are more there are higher options yep. but that's the lowest yep. i believe is 99 cents a month so yep. anyway enough about that so since we're doing announcements right out of the gate roxy summer of littles yes where do they go Summeroflittles.com. and the reservation pages are open so rsvp asap asap as to the pcp <laughs> on the rsvp ASAP. I don't even know what I just said. But no, I'm a little disappointed, Roxy. So far, we only have three reservations for New York City, but mm-hmm. it's early. Mm-hmm. It's early. Mm-hmm. So make sure. Simon, what are you doing yes. August 6th? August what? Sixth. August 6th. It's a Saturday. I'm actually filming a movie on August <gasps> 6th. But are you filming all day? Well, I'm going to be in Boston oh. filming all day. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sully. Uh-oh. What up? I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think Sully's doing the Summer of Littles this year. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. It depends. Uh, potentially, they'll fly me back on the same day and I'll make it. But okay. I, well, if that's unlikely, the case, yeah. if it's anything like last time, last it year, at five o'clock and we were going well past midnight. Yep. So the New York City ones, the place to be. We're doing it at Hurley's again. Yep. Maeve will be there. We'll be there. Ritz should be there. too. Ritz, I yeah. Think. Yeah. Ritz will probably be there. Now, I know I heard through the grapevine that Smitty Scoop might be coming up. So we're kind Ooh. of excited about that. Uh huh. All right, so announcement's done. Let's do some real quick emails because then we have some 
I don't know. I feel like we need a new segment for this with Roxy catching up on old past movies that she's never seen. But first, I wanted to... We got an... This is kind of cool, too. We don't always get emails from Littles. We get them from other people. Now, a lot of people know that we like to emulate the big show and do the independent artist recordings. And so we did a song, uh, I want to say like three episodes ago. It was called My Every Heartbeat by Tony Townsend. He loved it. He said, he writes, he said, thank you so much to the Loyal Littles. And thank you also for mentioning Diamond Garden Music. They have been very supportive. It is the closest I'll ever get to hearing one of my songs on air. I have had so many supportive comments since it was aired on your podcast, and I really appreciate it. Thank you from the UK and 73-year-olds everywhere. Aww. So that's this 73-year-old sent us a song, and he, he says it seems country music is alive and kicking. That's kind of nice. nice. I mean, you know, and like I said, we know it's not everyone's cup Jam. of tea. Jam, cup of tea. And uh, that was for you, Simon. I appreciate and- <laughs> every part of that. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. So we always like getting emails like that, too. Then we heard from Jason Blazer. He said two things. I just drove past Ozark driving to visit my mom's house last week, oh. Hollister, Missouri. And then he also says, how do you have half a goat? Now, that's referring to our last <laughs> Meet the Littles guest. I believe he said it was pregnant, right? And I think that was the half Sure. I think. He did say something like one and a half goats or something like that. And then we heard from Patrick Moffat. He said, I grew up champing at the bit. Lived all over the East Coast as a kid. Now, I still isn't don't it chomping at the I bit? See, Simon, see, this is where I was going. And <sighs> now this is fairly interesting because you're from, well, you've traveled everywhere. We do think it's, ch- we have always thought it was chomping. Tiny Chuck thought it was chomping. Yep. We still have, I mean, I'll bet you Ritz, watch. Ritz will say, no, no, it's it's always been champing here in New York City. I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to but get back to him. That doesn't even make sense to say champing. Well, it, okay. So it, sort it of does. apparently it does, does make sense, but it's still, I will never, ever say it. I mean, I don't want to call you out, Simon, but if you listen to the last episode of the Loyal Littles podcast, <laughs> you'll hear the explanation. We went into detail. We, of course, got many letters written in. We only read like mm-hmm. two of them. Mm-hmm. And we had one for both sides. We heard where it's perfectly acceptable for either and then but there was a real strong one and it had to do with like the english language as far as what was it transitive verbs or something before it or after it something like that and also that you know it came from the bridle that the horses wear yep and apparently where it's see i didn't even know this and it sits in the back of where the teeth are so it's not they don't actually like grind grind it they can grind their teeth against it but they're not chomping on it. So that's where the champing, which apparently also means to grind or something mm. like that. So that's where this whole thing, it's it's this. Uh, uh, a, quick, a quick Google does in fact confirm everything you've just said. Oh, so. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, very, so, it's very much both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess I should listen to this podcast. It's you should. <laughs> you really should. It's great. So anyway, some big things this week. I know, Simon, you didn't really get into it. The All-Star Game happened. It came and went. I didn't realize. uh, I saw the Home Run Derby. I was like, oh, right, this is happening? Okay. Yeah, that was the night before. Yeah. I'm just curious now which teams are going to get better after the All-Star break and which teams are going to get worse. Are just going to throw in the towel. Right. Right. Well, because it's always, you've got players in the All-Star game and sometimes that pumps them up for the rest of the season and sometimes it takes the wind right out of them and the rest of their season is terrible. Yep. I am curious where the Yankees will fall on that, where the Sox will fall on the that. The Yankees are too far ahead. Sox, yeah, yeah. I know. We'll but see. if they could go down a little bit. A little bit, bit that would be great. Get, yeah, knock yeah. them down a couple That's all right. You know, it'll probably be better, though, if they have this killer season and then they go out in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, that's true. That would be fun, too. No, that's I'm just true. kidding. 
Uh, has everyone fallen asleep yet? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Let's wake them up. So <laughs> we're doing this thing. Chuck's have some time off. Should we just, I, we should say maybe what happened, I guess. I thought I was Superman. I'm not, Roxy. I oh. apologize. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I got the COVID. I didn't know which It was which about a week ago. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I got it. And so I had some time to, to sit here and not do much. So we've been watching some movies mm-hmm. and I brought back, it always amazes me when I'm flipping through like my DVDs. Yes, I still have those. And I'll find one. Roxy's like, I've never seen that. I'm like, what? Like, how have you never <laughs> seen this? So we did that this last week and a couple times. And we're going to go with one because we know this one Simon has also seen. And it was The Wedding Singer. Yes. Oh, classic. So I've seen parts of it. I've just never seen the whole thing from start to finish. Oh, okay. You didn't tell me that. So you had seen. So you knew what happened or? Um, I kind of knew that there was an airplane scene, but I didn't quite no, understand. why or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And how that all came about. So yeah, we watched it. Yeah. And it's so cute. She thought it was cute. Now, I Simon, you chimed in classic. What do you mean by that? That's a classic movie. You know, it's got the whole Van Halen t-shirt. You know, never wear that again. (laughs) Yeah, the plane scene, that's classic. It's a a classic movie. I mean, any reason for me to bring 80s music back is worth it to me. Yeah. Any movie. Yeah. And I loved, this was one, actually, when it first came out, I was actually sort of excited about it. I wasn't angry. But as most people know, maybe not all, it was turned into a Broadway show. Yep. And so I was like, oh, this is a classic reason to have. It's almost like when Rock of Ages came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was great, too, because I'm like, oh, they can. It's another reason to bring classic 80s rock and roll <laughs> back to the Broadway stage. Yeah. So they did it. And it was this one was semi Rock of Ages was much more successful yeah. than The Wedding Singer. Uh-huh. There were some problematic things in the stage. I saw the stage version, but I was way up in the balcony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember. I mean, I remember it, but I just I remember not loving it. And I think I called it. I was like, it's not going to run too long. Yeah. I don't remember how long. I think we ran like know. nine months to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But it did well on tour for a while. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the movie itself, though, is just my favorite part was when she, he brings in the CD player. Oh, yeah. And it was like $700. <laughs> and she's like, oh, do you want to play records on it? And he's like, no, no, no. It's a CD player. <laughs> But yeah, so some moments like that, it just makes you feel old. But so Roxy, I mean, you said you loved it at the end. Yeah, I was laughing. It was super cute. I mean, there are definitely some things that have not aged well. But over, like overall, I mean, it's the 80s. It's an 80s movie. This is, you know, what was acceptable then. Like the whole bat mitzvah scene where she, he has her dance with the kid that oh. gets picked on and all of that. And I'm like, well, that's such a sweet, tender moment. And then he goes grabs and grabs her. <laughs> Her ass. Her peaches. And then everyone's grabbing each other's peaches. And I'm like, what is happening? Um, But yeah. And she just kind of rolls her eyes and goes along with it. That would not, I don't think, be acceptable today. But it was a funny scene given how it ended. And I just think it's hilarious that there's chick flicks with Drew Barrymore that you've not seen that I have. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I've always wanted to never been kissed is another one. You haven't seen that yet? That I've seen... I think I've of? seen the beginning of it, but I haven't seen the whole movie from start to finish. Right. So I like Wedding Singer better because the music's better. But well, sure, we'll watch that sure. one soon. There's um, also another one. We're going to tease this now, Simon. You've never seen this Fargo. I haven't seen it all the way through. No. Okay. No. Well, I know it's terrible. So this is 1996 Fargo because yes, I this is the original Fargo series. Yeah, not yeah. the series. Right. Right. So yes. This, so this is the 1996 version, the, the original movie. Yeah. And with. Oscar winning. I love when I can sit here and say, but how 
can you not seen this or why wouldn't you want to watch this? Like when we went through the silence of the lamb, I'm like Oscar winning performances. Uh, it was fantastic. So maybe we'll tease that. Maybe we'll do that next time. Okay. And Simon, maybe you could watch it in between. Uh, you can borrow it from us. I have the DVD. Do you have a DVD <laughs> player though? That's the question. I, well, I, I don't know if you know this thing about digital. <laughs> You can actually stream most of these things these days. Yeah, but then you have to pay for it. Some of them. Depends. Yeah. I mean, any price is good enough to avoid having to come into contact with you, you know. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> that's a great point. All right. We're going to stick around, right, Simon? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. So, let's get out of here. Great Meet the Littles guest to get to all the way from the West Coast, Roxy. Yep. Got up really early for us. We really, really appreciate early. it. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. The Loyal Littles Podcast, in your ear, on the WTFC Podcast Network. Here's Chuck and Roxy. Ever since Eve took a bite from the forbidden fruit... Women had to fight their way to wearing business suits. Now back when I was little, it was clear and understood that women had to fight the men and winning would be good. But what if in that garden, Adam risked his life by fighting with that sneaky snake? He quickly saved his wife. Stand up for my man. Oh, gonna stand up for my man. We are being played in this episode by Colleen Messina, and this song is called Stand Up for My Man. Now, if you like what you hear, the best place to find Colleen's stuff is on Bandcamp. Just search Colleen Messina, that's C O L L E E N M E S S I N A, or just head on over to her website, ColleenMessina.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, Stand Up for My Man, at the end of the podcast. Commercials on TV, both sexes, men and women want superiority. But what if in the movies, the princess saves her knight, then he kisses her with gratitude and feeds her appetite. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, another fun one, all the way from the West Coast. Oh. We don't have many West Coasters. No. But we do today. Please welcome to the podcast, David Liu. Hey, David, how's it going? Great. How are you two? We're good. Yep. Now, yep. we appreciate, no, full disclosure, littles, this is pretty early for him. He's on the West Coast. We're doing this, you know, late morning for us, so uh -huh. it's pretty early for you. So we appreciate you getting up to meet the Littles. David, I, I think you know already this is how we do it. Just turn it over to you. Introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles out there. Uh, my name is David Liu. I live in Chino Hills, California. I got sucked into this from Dean and Damascus. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I know. I was going to bring it up later, but I figured... It's her fault. It's all... It's Of course it's her fault. It's... It's all her fault. It's all her fault. So anything that happens from here on out, Littles, it's Dina Damascus' fault. Mm -hmm. Hi, Dina. Uh, so, hi, Dina. <laughs> so we'll start there, and then we'll go back. How did you meet Dina and all that stuff? Oh, God, this goes way back. So uh, I went to Cornell University, ah. uh, Cornell College in Iowa, Cornell University, the one in New York. 
Yeah. And I had a roommate. Hi, Bob, if you're listening. He's not listening. <laughs> and he was a computer science major, and he brought a friend over to tutor. And it's a girl. Bob knows a girl. <laughs> and it was Dina. So oh, my gosh. I met Dina in college. So I knew college Dina, who is totally not the same as work Dina or teacher Dina. Oh. Mm. Uh, this is way back. You know, okay, most people probably are completely different now than they were in high school. And half people hated who they were in high school. Right. But uh, Dina was somebody else back then. She was college Dina. Okay. So, uh, Why don't you take us way back? Take us back. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? All that kind of stuff. Okay. So I grew up in Bowie, Maryland, right in the middle of Maryland. So Baltimore, Washington, Annapolis, all in the middle of it. I went to Cornell undergrad, majored in electrical engineering, which I'm not using, but mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I went to grad school at the University of Maryland. Oh, cool. College Park, because it was free <laughs> and cheap. They paid me to be a TA, and I lived at home, so it was, it was great. Oh, oh wow. perfect. I couldn't pass that up. Yeah, absolutely. My monthly stipend of, I don't know how much I was getting, like $2,000. Wow. Hey, that's really great. Yeah, I mean, I but don't know when this was. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't know when this was, but. Around 1990. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, so it was fun. I had fun. I liked my classes, especially the easy ones where I can just walk in and say, all right, bring it on. What do you want to know? <laughs> nice. those, are the, those are the best ones. I had a smart aleck one time. He, I said, hey, any questions? What's population of India? 800 million. Sit down. Next question. <laughs> I was going to say, should we just get this out in the open? Are you a math nerd? Is that what's happening here? Is this? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I can appreciate math nerdiness. Like, I'll laugh at Dina's facebook posts how's uh -huh. that okay gotcha so now fill us in though like so how'd you get out to california what happened after college and all that okay so towards the end of college i went on a summer trip in taiwan there's a trip sponsored by the taiwan government for anybody ethnic chinese pretty much officially it's called a study tour you go there you learn about the country and mm -hmm. it's a promotional thing mm -hmm. unofficially yeah, it's a propaganda trip you go there you learn about the country it's great hopefully you throw some business at them later on that's yep. the idea yeah but it turns out to be a thousand unsupervised teenagers in taiwan uh oh so it's unofficially called the love boat Everybody I was going to say that's a recipe for shenanigans. Right. Did you just it, say shenanigans? I did. <laughs> there are shenanigans, yes. Every year there's people hooking up all over the place. Oh, sure. I mean, not that bad. Don't think adults. Think teenagers. Okay. Sure. It's not that bad. But yeah, people get married. They meet each other. Stuff happens. So I met my wife there. We dated for years. Actually, we didn't start dating for a few years after that. But then we eventually started dating. Uh, I was working for an airline company. And so I got free trips to California all the time. Mm. Oh, okay. She grew up in L.A. Her whole family's here. And so I'd come out and visit her all the time. And eventually I just moved out here. Gotcha. The, the argument for who should move where was really, really short. Because <laughs> she's a teacher. She's like, I'm certified here. I own a house. All my family's here. Right. You can work anywhere. Right. You don't own anything. Your family's all over the place. That makes sense. What are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. Well, and sir, it is California. So, you know, there's that too. Now, there's that too. Where, where in California is that? I'm not familiar with that city. Is it Southern? Uh, What's well, outside of LA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Southern California. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, because um, some people could, could argue my point just then saying, well, Redding, California is not so California, but that's it is. A, it's a different part of California. Yeah. Right. Now, 
can we go back? Because I'm, I'm going to have a full disclosure moment here. I mean, the shenanigans on this. So you met your future wife. There were shenanigans. Then you didn't start dating for another three. I mean, the whole reason I'm calling you out on this, because full disclosure, Littles, she's sitting right next to him. <laughs> he admitted us to this. She won't come on the podcast, which we're a little bummed about. But she's sitting right next to him during this interview because she wants to hear the, the stupidness and the craziness. Right. Her eyes are, have already rolled to the back of her head, apparently, <laughs> that he's even doing this podcast, which we love. Yeah. So you met her on the love boat and then you didn't date for a couple years? Uh, yeah, probably two, three years after that. Wow. Yeah. But obviously yeah. you had a connection because I'm guessing you stayed in touch, right? Yeah, yeah. We stayed in touch. This is back when there were letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, phone calls were long distance. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, we had a pretty good phone bill back then um, yeah. when we were dating. It was probably about a year and a half we were dating before I moved over there. Ah. But we were friends at the time mm-hmm. uh, we, when we met out there. I don't think either one of us had anything going on with anybody else over there. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, we, we were friends. There, we had a, you know five or ten people that we go out with. Yeah. So the best part was after I graduated college, I got a job at a company called Arink, which is a nonprofit owned by all the airlines. So we got one cheap standby ticket per year on all the airlines, mm. oh, each wow. airline. So I got one Delta ticket, one Continental ticket, one US Air ticket, one Southwest ticket. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'd use those, but it was standby. Right. And standby means you dress up in a suit and you're at the <laughs> bottom of the list. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so you're behind the people that got bumped an hour ago. You're behind all the employees. Right. You're the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And back then, that must have been a nightmare because it, it must have truly been a crapshoot, right? Yeah, and the worst part is it wasn't online. I'd have to call and then sit with this poor lady and ask her how many available seats are on this flight, this flight, yep. this flight, this flight. I was just going to say that because my new assistant at the theater where I work, her mother is a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. And so she has the same family deal or whatever. But now she can just like literally on her phone, she'll be like, hey, if you want a, a standby ticket in three days, well, this one's kind of full. This one's kind of empty. This, You know what I mean? It's like so easy now. Right. Where for you, it must yeah. have just been a truly nightmare to have to like pick a flight and find out, oh, well, there's only one seat, you know, a week out. Most likely it's not going to be yeah, there. Right. Yeah. That one's not going to be there. Yeah, right. I, had, I would draw a map, like a kind of a map of the U.S. of all the major hubs and the minor hubs for that airline that I was flying on. Uh-huh. And I'd have all the flights listed from here to here and how many seats were available. Yeah, the worst was Baltimore to Los Angeles on Southwest. I had to three stop it. Ooh. And I got pulled off the plane in Nashville. So I got to Nashville. Oh, the plane no. was going to go on to Houston. David Lou, please report to the front with your luggage. I'm like, darn it. No. So, oh, I didn't even realize that. I didn't know they could yeah, do I that. I was the bottom. Yeah. Because well, I'm standby. For right. each leg, though. I didn't real. I thought maybe once you got on, the so, flight was through. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Wow. No, each leg. Yeah. Whoa. So obviously you're looking for a direct flight if you can, because obviously then that yes. won't happen. But wow. I didn't Early think about morning, that. Early morning, early evening. Yeah, the best flight I was ever on was to Tampa, and there were seven people on the plane. Nice. Two of them, they stuck in the first class. They took the honeymooners, put them in first class because <laughs> the, the flight attendants there had nothing to do. Yeah. Well, there was oh, nobody that's so there. Funny. You guys up front. Yeah. Now, you have no affiliation with any airline now, right? No, no. Okay. I, I, le- I was only there five years. It was wonderful. Gotcha. Okay. okay, so let's dig right into this. So you got a, a standby on every airline. There were only four of them that were cheap. It was fifty dollars a seat. Right. The rest of them were like ninety percent off full fare or seventy five percent off full fare, and full fare stinks. 
Right. At the time, full fare one way was something like two thousand dollars. Oh wow. Jeez. Well, I was gonna say, let's have a fun game here. What's your top three? Like, so what's your favorite airlines then, based on that stuff? Back then, my favorite was Delta because they would actually put you in first class. Mm. Oh. And then I would say probably U.S. Air because they went everywhere and Southwest because they went everywhere. Yeah. Ah, Back then. Is U.S. Air even a thing now? Uh, No. No. It's gone. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Nowadays, my favorite airlines are completely different. Sure. Southwest Um, is still my favorite. (laughs) It was my first. (laughs) Yeah. Where we are, it's Southwest because they go everywhere. Yeah. They're they're cheap and they're great. Yeah. JetBlue is wonderful if you ever go there, too. Uh, Big wide seats and blue potato chips. Oh. Wait, blue potato chips? Blue potato chips. You can buy them commercially. They they just I think they still hand them out, but uh yeah, that I mean that's the thing. Blue. The Wait. seats are blue, the chips are blue. Wait, the actual chips are blue or the bag is blue? The potato chips are blue. I've what? never seen that. Well, we don't really fly JetBlue cool. much. What? They fly out of JFK. Oh, no, I know, no, but right. Was, yeah. Well, okay, so the one flight that I we went to Mexico. It was Mexico, I think. Where we were flying JetBlue, and then an hour before we had yeah. to leave to go to the airport, they canceled our flight. Oh, and then so we wow. called them, and we were like, okay, so, so what, do we do? what do we do? Or maybe it was for a cruise ship, because I think there was a time crunch. That's what it was. We, we're it was one of we're our responsible cruises, yeah. travelers, as we like to call. So right. whenever we're doing a cruise, we always get there the night before. Yeah, just we don't, in case. Yeah, because you just never know. We don't want to fly in the same day, because this could happen. And then you miss your cruise, and then, you know, it's just right. a nightmare. But they were not helpful at all. At all. Like, at I all. had to immediately... They're like, well, we can get you on a 2 p.m. tomorrow. I'm like, well, the cruise leaves at noon tomorrow. That's not going to help us. And they're like, oh, sorry. And then it was like, well, can you get us in touch with any other airline? They're like, nope, we don't do that here. And we're like, okay. So then we called Southwest. I literally just had to Within 15 minutes, we had another flight booked. But full price. Like ridiculous full price. But it was Southwest and they came through for us. And then on our return flight after the cruise was JetBlue. And that was fine. We got on the plane. But our two... TVs were the only two TVs on the entire <laughs> oh, no. flight that didn't work. <laughs> right. Yeah. So and I'm they, like, I don't know how and I feel about this. it was a full flight. This. They couldn't move our seats. <laughs> right. And they said they something about they would give us like a coupon or a something coupon for, like for a drink it. or something. I was like, it's a free drink. I was yeah. Like, I was like, no, I don't know. So yeah. So I think everyone has those stories though yeah. for like a different, like I'm sure people have like tons of nightmare stories about Southwest. Probably. You know? But that was my oh, first yeah, flight there's... ever when I was 23. <laughs> Um, She'd so never I, been on a plane. I got my wings. The flight attendant came up to me, and they they oh. found out, and they were like, "Wait, have you been living on under a rock your whole life?" And I said, "Yeah, basically." But my family, we never flew anywhere. We drove they everywhere. Drove, so yeah. it, they were the Griswolds. It made sense to me why I'd never been on a flight. But yeah, Southwest was my first, and it will always kind of hold a special place in my heart. I'm just imagining you and the other three year olds getting your wings. Oh right. my gosh, no, exactly. And then they sent me a package later. With my certificate that was, oh, it was made for a child. Yeah. Yeah. But nice. I loved oh, it. I loved it. But you loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this awe moment was brought to you by <laughs> stickgrip.com. Go to stickgrip.com and use the code LLPOD. All right. So, David, we're not even going to ask. We've got so much more to get into, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, this is Ben Carton from Baltimore, and you're listening to the best podcast ever, the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTSC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are so lucky to have David Liu with us, all the way from the West Coast with us, Roxy. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. We got off on a tangent there. We did. We have so much to get so into much to, now. That we don't even know how you became a little. <laughs> I know. I don't think it's because you met Dina in college. I really don't. <laughs> so how did how did that happen? How did you get introduced to Tony? How did you become a little? All that stuff. Okay, so I grew up in the D.C. area. I lived there until I was 26, I think. So the Post, it's the only paper to get there. I mean, there are other papers, but it's the only one you really should be reading there. (laughs) Uh, So I grew up reading his columns in the sports section, style section. I remember reading about his friend Nancy. Now I know who his friend Nancy is. Yeah, It's Gene. Bandwagon columns, all that good stuff. So I knew him back then. And when I moved out here... There's no podcast, so I couldn't get them on the radio. I had a full-time job, so I'd miss, I don't watch PTI. I still don't because it's on the, at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dina posted something about the podcast going online the first time. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Well, let me hear. This show is great. I'm yeah. going to start listening to this. And so that's how I got on there. Okay, so, so ironically, it was Dina. No. <laughs> it is. It is all her fault. Yeah, it is all her fault. All right. Well, let's get into your sports fandom then. So West Coast, East Coast, where does your what's your favorite sport? What's your favorite teams? Now, my favorite team is the Dodgers. Okay. Back then, you know, growing up in D.C., it was it was a good time. The Bullets won one championship Mm -hmm. and they stunk all the time around that. So I don't really care. Mm -hmm. I was more of a college basketball fan then because Maryland was great. Yeah, not great. They were they were okay. They keep getting beat up by Duke and Carolina. Yeah, but they were in it every um, year. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, but they were they were good. Yeah, yeah, they were really good. I still have some bitter memories of somebody undercutting Albert King in the finals, but mm. it's okay. I liked the Orioles back then because it's the only team within 500 miles. Yep. And they were good then too. 60s, 70s, 80s. They were great. Yeah. Now they don't care because they stink. Not but so much. I'll still watch them. <laughs> I mean, watch for them. Right. I won't watch them. Right. Because that's hard. Right. The football team. They were great then, so of course I watched them. And but based on the last twenty years, like I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, and I can't pick up another team. But hockey in elementary school, we used to get these cheap discount tickets for the Bullets and Caps for two dollars in the top five rows of the Cap Center. Oh wow! And so I used to go to games. That was when they stunk, like historically bad. The Capitals were. Mm-hmm. They have the record for the worst record ever. It's something like seven and. <laughs> X, whatever it is. Right. They were horrible. But I went to college and Cornell had a great hockey team. They mm-hmm. have a couple national championships. There was one guy. I had season tickets one year for Cornell. It's a lovely little 4,000-seat arena with a band that will harass the other team along with 2,000 drunk fans. It was great. <laughs> so I, when I moved back to D.C. after college, go watch Caps games. And that was great. Mm. And then when I moved to the West Coast, I kind of just lost contact all that stuff because you couldn't really follow them too well right um so picked up the dodgers my wife likes them i got overexposed to seeing the dodgers on tv in the 70s so that's where i go with now oh. and you have mookie <laughs> yeah we're, we're diehard we red got Sox your fans. Mookie. sorry as yeah, painful as it is great you got kike oh yeah that's true yeah sometimes not the same <laughs> sometimes yeah. but he's fun yeah he's fun he is yeah that's he's true. fun to watch yeah Right. And now it's not a bad time to be a Dodgers fan. That's for sure. No, no. Exactly. And it's the... also not a bad time to be a Red Sox fan. Well. They're moving. <laughs> they started forever back, but they're catching up. That's they're true. Doing great. Uh, well. Yeah. 
you're not going to win the division, but if you play well, you got a chance. Yeah, we'll be in the, hopefully, I don't want to talk too soon, but, you know, hopefully we'll get a wild card here, but. Honestly, geez. sometimes I watch them and I say, well, at least we're not as bad as the Orioles. Right. Sorry, Joe. Exactly. <laughs> and, but the scary thing is the the Orioles are historically good this year. Yeah. 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 Well, I was going to say for five or 10 minutes, Roxy, we were worse than the Orioles. I know. You know, so. Oh, yeah, I know. That wasn't going to last. No, I know. Because. But... The Orioles are just bad. I mean, this is the hope I have, not to get into this kind of talk, but the hope that we have is we had a very difficult beginning season schedule. Sure. Okay? Mm -hmm. That was really tough. And now, before and after the All-Star break, we have a killer stretch. After that, I think we could make up some ground. But I still don't. I mean, we're not going to catch. I don't think we'll ever catch the Yankees. But it's just weird how the schedule was made. And, of course, when they make the schedule, they don't know that Toronto and Tampa Bay are going to be really good teams. Yeah. As well as obviously the Yankees are usually always good, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's one of those things. We're in a tough division, and yeah, we just lost a lot of our listeners because Red Sox talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, we're almost out of time, but we can't let you go without some fun dumb questions. I hope that's okay. Oh yeah. Oh good, because we didn't really care. We're just going to ask them anyway. Uh, <laughs> I got to hurry up because I got that class at MIT I have to teach. Oh right. Okay. If you could be great at one sport, which would you choose? Hmm. What people don't know, a lot of people don't know about me is I was a swimmer in college. So I think not that one. I'm tired of it. Uh, But what sport would I be great at? It'd be fun to be a good basketball player. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Helps to be tall. Got some skill you can use all over the place. Why not? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, What do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Oh, God. It's air conditioning. (laughs) Thank you. That's my You're answer. No question. Now, someone recently, I can't remember, maybe Rox will remember, his answer was electricity. Right, because without electricity, well, you can't have air conditioning. Right, so I thought that was clever, too. Mm-hmm. So mine doesn't really work without electricity, but yeah. But we yeah, had electricity for a long time before we had air, air conditioning. conditioning. That's right, and I'm with you, David. Right. That's my answer, absolutely. Right, because electricity by itself doesn't actually do anything except kill you. Right, <laughs> that's a good point. All right, so we're gonna we're, we have an edit. What group of kids would you want to hang out with more? The kids from ET, Goonies, Stand by Me, or Sandlot? You're welcome, Ritz. Huh? I have never seen Goonies. I've never seen Sandlot. <gasps> did you just hear that but gasp? I'll, I did. I meant from all the other littles. <laughs> I know. I've never seen them. I, I'll have to go with Stand by Me. Okay. Okay. I want to go out and see a. No, I don't. But I'd like <laughs> to say I'd go out and see a dead body somewhere out in the forest. But no, I really don't. Gotcha. <laughs> but they sound like fun. Oh, they yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep, good stories. All right. Okay. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Scariest movie I've ever seen. It's got to be The Exorcist. Because mm. growing up in D.C., you go see the stairs. And of course, you oh. only go to Georgetown on Friday and Saturday nights when it's dark. So you see the stairs and it's dark. And it's just creepy. Yeah. What stairs? If you've ever seen them. Okay. Roxy's never seen a movie. It's a nondescript set of cement stairs that leads from, I believe, Prospect down to M Street. It's just, it leads into a parking lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. But (laughs) in the movie, stuff happens on the stairs. Uh, Yeah. Roxy, go see the movie one day (laughs) in daylight. (laughs) Nope. With Chuck to explain to you everything that's going on. Oh. Um, it's it's also really creepy because it's based on a real story about a little boy mm. outside of D.C. Oh. So I guess the girl works better for the story. But it right. was based on a true story. It's classic. See, okay, that's 
partly why I hate scary movies because they're usually based on some sort of factual thing. And to know that that actually is real and happened, I can't handle it. Not even in the yeah. daylight. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to see it. No, never. I, I already know. Yeah, she's not. She won't even watch Ozark. I thought Are you The kidding Sixth me? Sense was scary. Yeah, she yeah, Sixth Sense, she almost didn't make it through. Oh. I thought E.T. was scary. Nah, it was not <laughs> bad. Well, you're older now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I, I saw them when I was an adult, so... I used like, to think Sound of Music was scary at the end in the, in the <laughs> graveyard part. Right. And I yeah, used but... to hide from the flying monkeys. I used to hide behind the couch. Yes. Aww. Yeah, Wizard of Oz. I also love the Saw series. No one's ever said that, but those ones, those are messed up, too. And she, she'll never Mm-mm. watch any of these with me. No. Nope. No, you're, you're on your own. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? I would say, I would originally would say Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. But then Yakko is just the crazier version of Bugs Bunny. And I would love the talent to be able to reach behind my back or reach off screen and grab a mallet or a cannon or whatever else I want. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, they stand there. They just reach behind their back and pull out something. But did you say Yakko? <laughs> Yakko from Animaniacs. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. Okay, that's why I was like Animaniacs. Yeah, Bobby's gonna write it. Bobby's about gonna. This. Yeah, Bobby's already. Yeah, he's, he's on it. He sings. He, yeah. You know the countries of the world. But as old people, how I did not see that coming. All right, <laughs> I, anima. They were not in my generation. Yeah, they really were. No, I, they were out. They were out in the nineties. Yeah, like, I was in college. You know, mm-hmm. Not watching Animaniacs. Yeah, and, I was out of college. Wife's a teacher. She, you know, gotcha. All children's right. stuff. Yep. And it's funny. It's funny. It's oh. still like Looney Tunes, except crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're I'm not inter- judging. They're entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. never seen it, so I'm it's... not going to you know, knock it by any means. I just, they're, yeah. They're actually really good. Yakko. Interesting. Okay. I like the name. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. They're really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot? Yeah. That's like the Pac Man, the little ghost names Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Sue. <laughs> Why isn't it stinky Clyde. or something? It's Clyde. Clyde, I was going to say. Is it Clyde? Is there a Oh, suit? you know what? I, I'm thinking of Miss Pac-Man. Oh. Which I oh, used to play Ms. on Pac-Man Sega. And it was Inky, well, Blinky, Pinky, and Sue. Okay, but why there is it go. Inky, Blinky, why isn't it Stinky or Flinky or um, Slinky? I think they were trying to be funny. Well, that's not funny. <laughs> I thought it was. Nor smart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Roxy will love Dot. Dot is for you. I She's love that cute. name, too. She's cute. She bats her eyelashes at people and then Aww. smacks them. And then smacks him. Oh, I wish I yeah. could do that. <laughs> it's right. so you. I need to channel my inner dot. All right, Roxy, one more, and then we got to get out of here already. Oh, gosh. What's the one food you could never bring yourself to eat? One? Yeah. I can only pick one? Well, All right, top three. Top three. Uh, okay, well, Chinese food, chicken feet. Ugh, no, can't do it. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I can't do that either. That's Chinese food? Like what? Cantonese food, chicken feet. They take chicken feet, and they put sauce on it, and they... You know, roast it up and then and say, "Here you, you go." Nibble the skin off of it. Yep, chicken nope. feet. Nope. nope, can't do it. Okay, nope. good for you. <laughs> I mean, that's food that I actually see that I won't eat. Yeah. Well, I also don't. People calling that food is like I don't know. I mean, I guess it does give you nourishment. Yeah, so you're I guess consuming technically, it, like... no, not really. Now, do people actually eat the whole thing, or do you just nibble off the skin or whatever you're saying? Well, there is nothing else. <laughs> there's skin and there's bones. That's all there is. So that's you just, just the bone. Nibble the okay. stuff. Right. That's it. Hmm. I, mean, huh. I don't know why. I don't know why. Interesting. Do. All right. That's a great answer. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. But one I don't want to end on. So let's end with some rapid fire. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? I will go smooth because I, I don't like changing texture in my food. I'm mm. weird. Oh. I get okay. that. 
Now, does the wife like the same or does that differ? Oh, of course she's different. <laughs> so we have crunchy in the house. Hey, okay. All right. We're the same way. Yeah, We're the we same way. Both. I'm the crunchy. She's the smooth. Yep. I'm just trying to get your wife involved in this podcast before we leave. As always, the wife wins, right? Absolutely. The Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? I watch the Brady Bunch more, so I'll go with Brady Bunch. Okay. Partridge Family never got into. Too many. Too much going on there. Okay. I Dream of Jeannie or Bewitched? I liked Bewitched better, but Jeannie was hotter. Sure. <laughs> what can I say? Sure. <laughs> the belly button was such a scandal back I then. They know. had to raise her bottom up to cover the belly button. I know. Oh. Yep. So I don't remember that. I was a little kid. I just remember my sister made me watch those and I hated them. What? Oh. Yeah, I didn't love them. I don't know why. It was okay. I just didn't love them. So, like I know Ro- Roxy ran around as a little girl wiggling her nose I, to make stuff happen. I did. Did it work? Of course. Nope. No. <laughs> but you got to try. You have to try. <laughs> All right. Cups up or down in the cupboard? Up. Up? Down just collects stuff. Ugh. Well, wait a minute. What on the mean? rim. On the rim. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. You're right. rubbing you're it saying. in the dirt, in yeah. the dust. Ugh. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But if they're up, the dust goes inside. Yeah, I was going to say, the dust gets there. True. So, so either way, you're, either gonna, way you're, you're eating dust. But yeah. I understand what you're saying. But if you don't wipe down the, should... the shelves. Yeah, right. I got you. I yeah, get maybe it. we should do them sideways or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, thank you so much for taking the time to meet the Littles. This has been great. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? Are you on Twitter and all that? <laughs> I am on all that, but I'm only there to stalk my kids. So okay. I have nothing to plug. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, then I guess we'll just get in contact with Dina and she'll get a message to you or whatever right. if we need to. So that's great. <laughs> of course. All right. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. All right. Over or under? Over. Over. And your wife agrees? Always over. Kelly, yell to Always. us. Do you agree? Kelly, are you there? She can't hear. But yes, <laughs> we all do over. We only do over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, David, thank you again for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Great to meet you guys. You too. All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Don from Biloxi, Mississippi. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast from the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, David, for coming on to meet the Littles. Always a good time. Yeah. Thank you, Dina in Damascus Uh for helping us out with that one. Mm -hmm. So and all of that was her fault. Just putting that out there. Let's get to the Friday Five. It's time for the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, the Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five. All right, Roxy, these are from... Scott Moffat. Yeah, Scott Moffat. And th- there's a theme, right? Breakfast theme. Breakfast. Roxy's very excited about I this. I love breakfast. Now, Simon, this will be interesting for you because, I don't know, they do breakfast differently over there, don't they? I mean, eggs. <laughs> and we have baked beans. Yeah, so that's different. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, my answer to your first question will not be British, so I'm going to disappoint you guys now. Oh, no, that's okay. okay. That's all right. All right. So what's the first one, Roxy? What is the best breakfast you've ever had? All right. Well, let's let Simon lead us off then. Well, it's in Hawaii is the best breakfast I've ever had in a place called Pea Bay Coffee, which is in Maui. Just uh, weirdly, the best made croissant I've ever had, including France. Mm, uh, On par. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I don't know, just something about it. It's right by the beach. There's something about their food is all like locally sourced and real farm to table vibe. And I love it. 
All right. Yeah, I think there's still there's definitely something. This is it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll get to Roxy in a second. So there's going to I mean presentation, location. Mm-hmm. I think that all should go into it. It, but. it does, but I've been nowhere. So okay, so go ahead. Um, well, two of my favorite spots up in Connecticut in Newtown, there is Kings. Well, there was Kings yes. until a tractor trailer ran it over, and now Ooh. they had to go out of business. They had to tear the place down. No one got hurt. It happened overnight. Everything's fine, except the business is... Maybe, okay, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Maybe and- the koi fish in the koi pond didn't make it, but yeah, they had the best. I think it was apple cinnamon French toast, and it was the best French toast I've ever had. However, a close second... The last few weeks, I've been going up to with a friend of mine to brunch at Maison Pickle, or Maison Pickles, and I had their mixed berry and cream French toast. Okay, but you're getting into foods already. We, we haven't gotten there yet. No, I know, but okay. what I'm saying just, is, it was so that good was the best and it one? was so big. That's what she said. <laughs> And we had like 20 people because we're sitting outside eating and we had like 20 people walking by and stop to say, what are you eating? Are you going to be able to finish that? Right. And I said, I don't know, but it's French toast and it looks incredible. And it was really good. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I think, give a shout out because I'm pretty sure we went there for breakfast brunch. Oh. Simon. Didn't you very nicely get us a wedding gift or whatever it was to a place out in Vegas? <gasps> yes, that's right. What was that? Oh, yes. Uh, Esther's Kitchen. Esther's Kitchen. Yes. yes. That was so good, it too. It was so good. So I, I'm going to give a shout out there. Yeah. Because that was I'm very generous so, of I don't you. think we've talked about this, have we? I'm so glad you loved it. It I, was my, so delicious. I know I sent you a picture from that yeah, day. You're right. we went. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. I mean, we yeah. didn't, you're probably right. We probably didn't actually get on the phone and talk about it. But yeah, that was a very, so talk about, so that's in Vegas. It's not in right downtown Vegas. It's kind of a little bit of a jaunt out. It's near old Vegas, right? It's in the arts district area. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And so how did you find that place? I'm a bit of a food snob and I was just looking up places that have locally sourced things or homemade breads and things and this popped up and mm. and then uh, we started going there and it was divine all so right. and what is it again esther's 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 kitchen, kitchen. Esther's yeah, it's kitchen. Just so good all right, yeah so it look, was really so good, good. Well, i just love breakfast so yeah i mean i've had so many but places. i thought that's one of the ones that was memorable mm-hmm. and since simon's here with us and he yeah. basically paid for it so that was great thanks uh, simon thanks simon <laughs> oh please all right. I'm, no, I'm so happy. <laughs> number two, waffles, pancakes, French toast. Which is the best and why? Okay. So I know I just was talking about French toast a lot. I guess Roxy's going first. I yeah. No. <laughs> but there's nothing like a good waffle, nothing like a good pancake, nothing like a good French toast. I can't choose. What? I can't choose. All right. She's, she's will bonding this question. I have to. All right, Simon, what do you got? Oh, it's going to be French toast or as we say in England, eggy bread. Eggy or bread. in fact, I also remember my mom used to call it poor night's pudding. Oh. So we have other names for French toast. Ah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there's plenty of others. I don't know why it's called poor night's pudding. Maybe someone can write in or poor. I think poor nights of I'm trying to Google it. Poor nights of Windsor. But I do remember her calling it poor night's pudding. Oh, wow. Uh, poor. When I say poor, my accent meaning like, you know, without money. Right. Poor. P-O-O-R. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Not right. Uh, I like the eggy, what was it? Eggy bread? Eggy bread. Eggy yeah, bread. that's true. It is it's, eggy it's bread. true, right. That's exactly what it is. So no, let's just call it what toast. it is. Well, well, I think classic we'll English for... people try to avoid saying anything as French, you know. Right, so, of course. Yeah. True, yeah. true. Right. Wouldn't uh, want to give them credit. I'm just going to say I'm a big waffle person over mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. I have had some delightful French toast at some brunch places. I'm not going to lie. But I definitely it's waffles, French toast, pancakes in that order for me. Waffles, I think because we all know I love a good condiment. 
And with the waffle, it usually has like little holes in it. So you can fill them all up with syrup because I love that and the butter and all that. It's yeah. Yeah. It's great. All right, Simon, what's number three? Is there a breakfast food you want to try for the first time? Hmm. I mean, I feel like there's not like much. Try that. No. There's, I could think of a ton that I don't want to try and I have it. Well, it's not that I have it. Okay. The, I'm just going to, this is kind of going off a little bit, but this is what I'm going to go with. The thing that I don't, I will never get the chicken waffles thing. I don't get it. I've played the South. I've played Atlanta and everyone raves about it. And there's a couple very famous places in Atlanta specifically that you're supposed to go for the chicken and waffles. I just don't get the chicken mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. early in well, the morning. Have you ever tried souffle pancakes? No. Souffle, wait, I, that sounds... There you go then. Tell me more. Why, why what? you try that? They're just super fluffy and eggy and... Huh. Uh, they're so good. I had one San Diego, and they were just oh. so good. Okay, I feel like so, I tried everything I would ever want to try for breakfast. Well, if you haven't tried souffle pancakes, then okay. uh, you, you got to try them. All right. I don't think I've tried those. I want to try them. I think I've had poached eggs. I've never made poached eggs. I'm curious about making poached eggs, so I would try to make that for the first time. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right, Roxy, what's number four? What breakfast food will you never eat? Oh, I'm an idiot. Chuck's an idiot. We knew that. Let's move on. Well, that was the, I knew I, I must have read it already and said, I know what I already answered. Mine is the chicken. Is right. that, does that count as breakfast food though? I mean, it's chicken and waffles. It's, yeah, that uh, counts. I would say that's more of a brunch But I've also, obviously I've had chicken in my life and I've eaten chicken. But you can eat whatever you want whenever you want, so. Yeah, but I just don't get it for the breakfast thing. Now, I know a lot of people, here's a big popular thing. When we're on tour there, people will go after the show. So like they'll eat that at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, that's different though. That's, you know. That's that's not breakfast, right. No. I just, there's something about waking up first thing in the morning and eating fried chicken. I Mm -hmm. just, even though it's accompanied with a waffle and syrup or whatever you put on your waffles, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. So, Hmm. Simon, what do you got? I mean, I don't want to eat shit for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) You know. I was not Uh, expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know, really. I mean, if it's on the menu, I'll I'll give it a try. Uh I I don't think there's anything that I'd be like, I'd rather go hungry. Like, I'd rather have breakfast, I think. Uh, Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, what time of the day it is. Hmm. That's a good point, though. Would I starve or would I eat chicken for breakfast? I would eat chicken for breakfast. Eventually. (laughs) I would wait a little while. See, here's the thing. It's everyone's different. I know that. So for me, it's I never really like to eat breakfast right as soon as I wake up. Not normally. Once in a blue moon. But normally it's just coffee. Let me get my day going. Mm-hmm. Maybe an hour, two hours after that if I'm not heading out anywhere and we want to make like a late breakfast. I love that. Uh-huh. Love like the brunch, but I don't eat the brunch part. I just mm-hmm. eat the bruh part. <laughs> I just eat the breakfast. <laughs> uh, I love a late breakfast. After I've been up for like two hours. The bro, not the uh. Right, 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 right. All right. Now, the, the last one here, I feel like Simon's already answered it, but maybe I not. Know, yeah. I, I already answered it. Maybe yeah. not. Okay. Well, where, where was the best place, location, scenery, et cetera? You've had breakfast. Now, Chuck needs to learn to read on before he answers earlier, because I even said that earlier. I was like, well, some of this depends on where the location is and mm-hmm. stuff like that, as far as the best breakfast I've ever had. 
Well, I really enjoyed having breakfast on our veranda. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out in the open ocean. Especially when you pull into like Santorini and there's Santorini in background off your balcony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. So, I mean, Simon, you've done a lot of cruise ships. Do you want to change your answer or is Hawaii still the... No, it's still going to be Hawaii. But if I go to the second, then probably on the back of a a really nice cruise ship, the seaborne ships. Yeah. Just looking out into like amazing scenery. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm still going to stick with Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. I've eaten a couple amazing dinners in Hawaii with the sunset. With the sunset. Amazing. Like steak dinners on the beach in Hawaii, sunsetting. You're eating steak on a beach? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It feels so wrong. What do you mean? Why? You should be eating fresh seafood or no, something. Not something that's like, where is that steak coming from? Most likely, it's been flown into Hawaii, <laughs> so that you can eat it on a beach. That's Maybe crazy. Hawaii has farms. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. Right? I don't do My, fish. I, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be an email telling me how wrong I am. But um, I, don't, I don't do seafood. You don't do seafood. See, this is the real reason why. See, this is why Simon goes away for like two months and then comes back to do an episode because he's like. You get all these emails telling him how wrong he is. He doesn't want to be there for that. So Chuck here has to face the music every episode. So I understand. Exactly. I get it. I get it. No, yeah, I'm sure there's some cattle farms out there on one of the islands, if not all of them. There has to be. Well, there doesn't have to Steak be, Roxy. on but... a beach, though. That just, well, wow. it's the fusion of two worlds. Right, right. All right. So he's got Hawaii. I've got the back, uh, Santorini. Well, we've got the yeah. kind of the same one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our Friday Five. There's Thank a you. bonus question. Oh, there's a bonus question. There's a bonus question. Okay. What's the bonus question? Bonus question. Have you taken or will take any trips this summer, and are you planning to travel for Summer of Littles? Okay. Yep. I'm going to be traveling to Boston okay. for Summer of Littles, and actually, I am going to Hawaii in October. Not this summer, but... Okay. Uh, Where did you now. just come from, though? You were just away. I was in Sonoma for Sonoma? about seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Roxy? I don't know. We might be going to New Orleans. Yeah, we're trying to plan something. Full disclosure, earlier this week was Tiny Chuck's birthday. Yes. And his 50th birthday. Yeah. I'm outing him. So we had planned a trip to go see him and surprise him for his 50th birthday. But and the last unfortunately, COVID had other plans. COVID had other plans. So we had to cancel. I was there for his 30th and 40th, mm-hmm. both in person. Mm-hmm. So it would it's actually going to mean a lot to me to be there for the 50th. And sadly, for yeah, safety reasons. Yeah, we're going to work it out. We weren't going to. We're going to work something out. Yeah, we're going to work something out. We're going to make it up to him somehow. Sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's hopefully going to be a trip. And then who knows what else? We'll see. Now that that Chuck here has got a little time on his hands. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Not that much, though. No. August will go fast. Yeah, that's true. But we got August. Yeah. So unless something, maybe something will come up. Who knows? And then I start in October. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So that's our Friday Five. Thank you. Scott Moffat. Scott Moffat for that. And we really appreciate it. Simon, good to hear you. Good to have you back on. Oh, it's, it's good to be it's, back, it's been, you know. It's been a while. So you're I know. you're back in the closet, right? You're here. Oh yeah, back back in that closet. All yeah. Right. So <laughs> after I recover and can't give you cooties or anything, we'll have to get together and have a beverage, as they say, in your garden, as they say. Oh, we definitely should. Yes. yes. I mean, uh, as long as you don't give me COVID before I have to go and film this thing. Then, right. Oh, no. Absolutely. Then I don't mind after that. Absolutely. You know, it kind of is what it is. Isn't right. It? Yes. Yes. Actually, yeah. now that I think about it, maybe what we should do is, I know we can't this year, maybe next year we'll have Summer of Littles in your garden. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. I mean, there's a 10 p.m. curfew in the garden. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, then, we free, free then we yeah, could go to Hurley's. Then we could go to Hurley's. Yeah, there you go. 
All right. Well, Simon, Roxy, let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Now, Simon, have you been to the website? Yes, I have. He has. All right. Well, Tiny Chuck hadn't been. So thank you for that. Do you like it? I think it looks great. Do you like it, though? We love it. Yeah. We love it. Absolutely. Everything's there. All our links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, all of that stuff. Just go over there. Our email address, everything is there. Also, don't forget to submit fun, dumb questions for us. We've yep. been doing some of those. And submit all th- yourself to be interviewed. And more importantly, yes, absolutely. So everything's there. LoyalLittlesPod.com. Thank you, David Liu, again, for coming on to Meet the Littles this episode. And thank you, Sean Morrissey, Ben Carton, and Don Hammock for our bumpers this episode. All right. And remember, if you need a grip for your stick or some fog-free eyewear, don't forget to go to stickgrip.com or fogfreeeyewear.com. And most importantly, don't forget to use the code. Bye. You're eating steak on a beach. Ever since Eve took a bite from the forbidden fruit Women had to fight their way to wearing business suits Now back when I was little, it was clear and understood That women had to fight the men and winning would be good But what if in that garden Adam risked his life By fighting with that sneaky snake He quickly saved his wife Oh, oh, could stand up for my man Oh, gonna stand up for my man Oh, gonna stand up for my man Oh, gonna stand up for my man the right to vote i love my equal rights but somewhere in the mix there's still the urge to fight the gender war is everywhere commercials on tv both sexes men and women want superiority but what if in the movies the princess saves her knight then he kisses her with gratitude and feeds her Produce romance If I try to prove that I'm the man And that I wear the pants I have to take a breath Let him take care of me His protection, love, and brilliance Are what empowers me I find when I surrender My man surrenders too Together we can be a team And make our dreams come true Stand up for my man Oh, gonna stand up for my man
Animals podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. I got sucked into this from Dina Damascus. Oh, yeah.